0: Welcome everybody to the debut episode of In the Hole Better Than Vegas' premier baseball handicapping show. It is opening day in Major League Baseball. There are few days as good as this in all of America. This is a day you break out some, some Coors Light, some apple pie, a hot dog, whatever, and you watch some baseball all day long. Now, I didn't come alone here. I brought some friends. First, from Truth or Consequences, Oregon. A man who's got all of the answers for betting the game of baseball. He knows everything there is about how to win against Matt Harvey. He is almost married to a woman who is already married. He is your DFS bachelor, the one and only Kyle provides.
1: <laughs> I think that is the best. I've never been introduced in such a fantastic way. So thank you uh, very much for that. I've, I mean, this is an exciting day. I have I started uh, drinking early, so cheers to everyone there. There's a little coffee, Bailey's and a splash of Buffalo Trace whiskey in here. I like to uh, mix it up. So cheers to you, Blackjack. Thanks for the great introduction. Baseball mm-hmm. season, baby. And look, we'll get to the strikeout under props in a gonna few get weeks. There. We're going to get there, well, but we, we got, got team totals. Here first. Oh yeah, let's go.
0: From Lexington, Kentucky. He is currently one of three men in love with a gray race horse in the hills of central Pennsylvania. He's a division one college baseball legend, believe it or not. And he is an actual colonel in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, the one and only Brian Howard.
2: What's up, fellas? Uh, it was D two, <laughs> but that's okay. We'll, well let it know. Well, I just don't want our next guest to come on and shit he all over line. me. So, uh, you know, I, no, I should have no. been if I wasn't uh, five foot five. I probably would have been, but uh, you know. Uh, I am in love with the gray racehorse. Hopefully, I'll be the proud owner of one by the end of the night. Um, Can't wait. Kyle, love it. It's baseball season. Let's fucking go. Let's go. All right. And last, but certainly not least,
0: he is a World Series champion. He is the all-time save leader for not one, but two major league franchises. He is Brett Favre's neighbor. He is number 58 in your program, number one in your heart,
3: the one and only Jonathan Papelbaum. What's up, my people? What's up, my yeah, people? It hey, y'all get ready. I'm going to break out the umbrella. We're about to make it rain up in this bitch. And, uh, hey, this is my first time on the show. I'm ready, man. And uh, second of all, I didn't know there was anything such as a D2 legend. So, uh, oh. I don't Ooh. know. Okay, okay. Ouch. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to have fun and let's do this thing. All
0: right. Let's do it. Let's dive in. It's opening day. I mean, first, Pat, before we even get started, tell me what is, what opening day is like. Like just
3: overall, right, so. what's opening day like? Well, first of all, opening day is um uh, a time where you're trying to figure out your opening day rosters. Uh, everybody's pumped up. And I will say this one thing: opening day in Fenway Park nothing like anywhere else. Uh, I know Wrigley will be great today. They'll be balling out Wrigley, but um, there really doesn't be an opening day in Fenway Park. We got Yanks, Red Sox today. I don't really know how you can start the season off any better. Uh, for me personally, I try to stay low until about the sixth inning. And uh, if we got a ball game going on, I might take a little shot of Yeager, head out to the bullpen, uh, rock and roll. But opening day,
0: You can't beat it. No, it's the best. It's one of the best days on the calendar. Let's dive into some baseball news here before we get into the actual games. I'm going to start with you here, Pat. The Mets Mets came into this season with very high hopes. They signed Max Scherzer, going to pair him with Jacob deGrom. Now Scherzer's got a tight hamstring. DeGrom has a stress reaction in his shoulder. And they're going to be waiting now to do an MRI in a few weeks. Obviously, DeGrom can opt out of his contract at the end of this
3: season. Do you think this spells trouble for the Mets long term? Well, Blackjack, let me just start off by saying this. I think uh, every open day, the Mets have questions about one thing or another. They're never going to have an open day where they don't have a question about one thing that's going on either in that clubhouse or in that lineup. So number one it's zoo york i think they're used to it um now you go to jacob Degrom and max scherzer right so these are two salty veteran guys they know how to get ready for the season um they're gonna they're gonna kind of be on their ofp what i call my own fucking program right they know what to do they're getting ready and um you know the stress fracture like you say i don't think is a big deal um, you know those things can come back and heal pretty quick. A hamstring can be kind of a bitch along the way, but you know that can come back. So I'm looking at the Mets not to really start off too hot. This season. I think they're going to kind of you know you know tinker with the lineup a little bit this year for for the first month of the season. Kind of get get the horses healthy. Not too much worry about the beginning part of the season and try to make sure everybody's healthy towards All Star break and after All Star.
0: Kyle, you think the Mets should be looking to make any moves here? I mean, we just saw the Padres deal Chris Paddock today to Minnesota. Sean Manea got dealt to San Diego a few days ago.
1: What should the Mets be looking to do? Uh, the Mets, Well, the Mets should have been looking to do since early part of last season is get rid of that atrocious contract they gave to fucking Francisco Lindor. I mean, what the hell is going on here? One year, into, got, it. One year into it. Get that off the books and get your – I mean, look, you got Taylor McGill opening for them. That's not a good sign. That's not what you're looking for if you're a Mets fan. That's bad. So, yeah, they need to find some arms. They need some depth, and maybe they'll have something in their farm system. But uh, right now, it's probably going to be a poor start from the Mets, and you know they're holding their breath. If if Francisco Lindor starts out 0 for 10 to start the season, oh, my God. I know he came on a little bit at the end of the year last year, but uh, is there a more putrid contract in baseball right now? I mean, Bobby Bonilla getting $1 million a year every 4th of July is more valuable to the Mets. It's a better contract for the Mets than Francisco Lindor's. All
0: right, Brian, is, is there anybody out there you think they should be looking at bringing in?
2: I don't know. they want anybody on the Reds, they can have them because we're just giving away everybody. Um, you know, you, you brought up Bobby Bonilla there, Kyle. What about uh, King Griffey Jr.? It's like the fifth highest Reds paid player this year. Um, mm-hmm. So let that sink in a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean – they should have got Chris Paddock. I mean, that was the rumor yeah. a couple days ago. He was out on the market. Um, I mean, I don't know, you know, Luis Castillo for the Reds. He'll be traded somewhere this season. I'm sure. So Frankie Montas
1: is probably available. That's someone I'd be looking. I mean, the A's have packed gotta, and went out of Frankie Montas. And I,
2: I gotta ask this. The thing that bothers me about these two injuries to Scherzer and DeGrom too, is like DeGrom, they're being very vague about what it is. It's just like, Oh, there's something wrong in the shoulder. It's a stress reaction, blah, blah, blah. That's, never great when they're vague about it and and pep i gotta ask you this how the hell's a pitcher hurt a hamstring
3: i'll tell you how he hurts a hamstring is when he wakes up at 5 30 in the morning for spring training and surgery ain't used to waking up till you know noon every day spring training's a bitch man let me tell you something okay (laughs) the worst two months of my life every year were spring training man like we just Look, I'm a closer. I'm pitching at midnight every night. Now, all of a sudden, for two months, you want me waking up at 5 a.m., running sprints and all that bullshit. That's why I said, I don't know how the game is now, but I know these two guys right here, DeGrom and Scherzer, they are not coming back till they are 110%. And I don't give a shit if it takes to the All-Star break. Yeah. These guys are guys that are looking to extend their careers, not cut them off, so – Mets, dire straits for the whole pre all star break, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Also, I've never understood why uh, the regular season's always played at night for the most part, and spring training's always played during the day. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense.
3: No, it makes zero sense. The only good thing about spring early games is when you get done, you can go drink beer on the boat for the afternoon and go fishing. That's the only damn good thing about spring training.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So let's take a look at some of the the, the big series this weekend. First up, Pap, you mentioned it. Yankees, Red Sox, game one postponed, but we're still going to see it this weekend. Nathan Ovaldi for for Boston. Garrett Cole for New York. The Sox are picked fourth by Vegas in the AL East, ahead of only the Orioles. What do you think of the offseason they had bringing in Trevor Story, and and do you think that Ivaldi has a chance to steal a winning game one against Garrett Cole?
3: Um, first of all, let me start off by saying Red Sox nation is in the Sox in the All City of Boston. I love you. But we're gonna get our asses kicked this weekend. Um, I, <laughs> um, you know, you're going against opening day Garrett Cole, one of the best pitchers in the league. In my opinion, the best pitcher in the league right now. Um <laughs> Healthy. He chose the rubber for at least 25, 30 games a year. Um, I'm expecting him to win 15 plus games this year. I think the Red Sox and Alex Cora, who I played with on the 07 National Championship team, and I know very well, the first month of the season, Alex Cora will be tinkering with this lineup like none other. He's going to try and find the little spots, the little inserts where I could steal an out here or steal a run there. He's the analytical manager. Um, that's how I played the game. And um, I really like the Yankees this weekend. I, I think Evaldi will go out there and, um, you know, possibly give them a good start. But I think Gary Cole gives them a better start. And Yankees lineup, top to bottom, I love it. It reminds me of the first Yankees lineup that I faced in Sheffield was hit eighth. And I said, holy shit, Gary Sheffield's hitting eighth.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh,
3: you got, I mean, you got a stacked lineup there. And so, um, I, I, and another thing is I don't think Boston's bullpen can handle uh, that lineup very well right now. Right. Um, I like the Yankees, bro.
0: Kyle, what do you think about the Yankees and Red Sox this weekend?
1: Yeah, I agree. Now, the problem with the Yankees, they had a stacked lineup last year. We know the injuries. They were a weird team, though. This was a team that wouldn't score a run until the sixth or seventh inning. I, I can't count how many times last year I waited to bet a Yankee game until the seventh inning till we got a live team total of one and a half runs then you smash it and they'll get a couple runs late in the game so you're gonna you're gonna see what you see out of the yankees right a lot of strikeouts and a lot of home runs you're not going to see a whole lot of you know methodical baseball base running base stealing singles doubles they're they're the american league team launch pad right they're trying to hit it over the fence so you're gonna see a lot of strikeouts they could be a little frustrating i still think of course i agree with pap here that the yankees are the better team and I mean, Eovaldi versus Garrett Cole isn't really a matchup, is it? I know Eovaldi has some good stuff, but Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole for a reason. I agree. I think this weekend uh, should be a good start for the Yankees, but I'll probably wait to bet them because I want to make sure that this team can get out of their head. And I, there's something weird about the air in New York, and I'm sure Pap can probably tell us more about that, but there's something weird about the Yankees.
3: That's yeah, a good weird. call. I like, I like waiting on them on to see because, I mean, it's a rivalry, man, and yeah. – uh, don't start to heat up till the end of the season and I I I like that call uh Brian you know I I really think you're right on that man uh I would stay away from it this weekend too but I I like the Yankees winning the series still even though
0: yeah probably got a commenter says the Red Sox could really use another arm in the bullpen wink wink nudge nudge I know you are not officially retired no i have never
3: retired like Jack you know you don't know what kind of uh some kind of biometric arm or some kind of shit. Hey, the future's crazy, man. I don't know, so I I, I never give up. You know, I never quit. Uh, although, you know, last year in the ALCS, I did hit ninety one on the first pitch. I don't know if you saw that. Oh man, Pep, I gotta
2: ask you. You, you know you can unretire. No, nah, your neighbor, that's... your na- your neighbor's done it like three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: get that. I get that. But the thing is, it's like I tell my son, all right, you quit baseball. You're not picking it back up, right? Once you quit, you're a quitter. So that's the way I look at it. Right? No. Okay, fair enough. fair enough. I
1: agree. I agree. That's why I still smoke. I'm not a fucking quitter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't
2: raise no quitter. That's yeah. It. No. uh and as far as you guys, I think you guys hit the nail on the head here. I think Boston's main issue is that rotation, especially with Sale being out for God yeah. knows how long. Again, yeah. he's just been an injury problem. And their bullpen's a little shaky. I, you know, The good news is uh, with this game being rained out, we don't have to watch a seven-hour game today between the Yankees and the Red Sox because that's apparently all you guys ever did, Pat, is play nine-hour games
3: used to ask me how the game went tonight, and I said we played this game today. That 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 inning was last night. Yeah, it was last
2: night. I, I was yeah, I was gonna say like when you were when you were closing the, against the Yankees. Uh, I mean, did you just like sleep for four and a half hours when the game started, and then like wake up and it's the fourth inning, get yourself going?
3: Yeah, well, I'd always push it back, but I mean, those are back in the days. Uh, you know, the whole time clock and all the uh. Pictures having to hurry—that all came about because of me and Joe West back in the day. I would go through my routine, and you know he tried to find me and Theo Epstein, who was our GM back at the time. He.
1: Uh Oh. Oh, we lost a little audio there. I think. Pap, can anyone hear me? I can hear I can you do. yeah Oh, okay okay great yep, we lost uh, your audio by the way, <laughs> lost just, audio let, man. let me do a quick yankees rant here so this team will spend 10 fucking billion dollars on every power hitter in the league and every pitcher in the league they play in new york we're constantly dealing with bad weather in new york you can't pony up and just put a roof over yankee stadium so that when the, put one of those damn automated roofs on so when it oh, rains we can play we baseball come on a dome stop it, that. we i would yeah. rather have the dome on if it's raining, you know, we're, we're going to get a goddamn yeah, game. Theo Epstein. Yeah, you're back. We, we, we got you. We, can. we got you. You're good. Can he hear us? I'm thinking no. Can you hear I'm me? No. Live television. You never know what's going to happen, we'll bub. Yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll go back. Nobody wants to play in the dome, Kyle. I don't give a damn what they want. Shit in one way or one in the other, and tell me we which in one. in rain, or play, I guess playing the rain. I don't. If they're gonna keep canceling games is. and
3: delaying games, what's up? The there so we go. Epstein. Yeah. So man, uh, so he he quit paying my fines after a while, right? And so he said, you know, you gotta switch it up. So that's how that whole deal came about with you know hurrying the pitchers up. And uh, man, you know, it's 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 become a, a real bad deal for pitchers. I think. Did you just work
0: slower, or were you doing it intentionally in some of those games? No, intentionally, because I wanted
3: the the hitter, especially like Derek Jeter, he would go back and forth with me. But on Yankees games, man, these little bitches, they last so long, I would usually back it up an inning in my preparation. Uh, you know, like I said, I had my little routine, what I did. But um, Yankee Red Sox games and playoffs games, uncle, man, they're they're forever. That's why I like the um have you seen the uh Savannah the Banana Baseball League? Yes. I'm all about that shit. It's okay. uh, the
2: it, Yeah, you, and you're talking about the one that it's like the entertainment baseball, not the yeah, like the, the foul, college the, summer if team. Yeah,
3: the foul ball hits and a fan, catches it, you're fucking out.
1: I love that. <laughs> yeah. See, that's where we get the trampoline at the warning track, so instead of it being dirt, you can be it's a trampoline, you just fucking fling up in the air and catch it. Love shit like that. Uh, the magic at bat. So in the ninth inning, if you got your you know seven, eight, nine hitters, you can say fuck it and bring in Mike Trout if you want to, yeah. and just bring him in to hit. It's have well, some no. fun with baseball. It's it's, it's like just, the old rock
2: and jock softball, the old eight eight ball. They bring in yeah. and home run yeah. count as eight. Love it.
0: All right, let's keep it moving. Here we got another interesting series going on uh, this weekend with the Astros and the Angels. Obviously, the Angels with Shohei Otani, They had. Noah a to their rotation this year but really the story to me is justin verlander makes his return on saturday night this dude's coming back at 39 years old off tommy john surgery what do you think realistically we can expect out of him because he was pretty damn good last we saw him. well
3: to me i don't expect anything out of him if he gives me 10 solid starts this year i'm happy with that um you know, I came up in the minor leagues with Ver, uh, and he's just a workhorse. He's one of those guys that's um, still got the competitive juices in him. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he'll be a Hall of Famer, no question about it. And hes you're going to have to rip the jersey off of him in order for him to come off. Um, he's just one of those type of players. And, you know, look, man, the older you get, the harder it is to come back from shit, man. It just is. And... He's not gonna come back easy, trust me. But I do know one thing. This something is a workaholic. Workaholic. I see him in the minor leagues at the bar till four o'clock in the morning and then at the gym at nine o'clock the next morning. So we had a lot in common, and I love her. Uh, but it's gonna be a struggle, and he knows that he knows he's gonna have to put in extra work.
0: Kyle, what do you think about, about Verlander's chances this year of contributing to that Astros rotation?
1: Uh not much. I mean They need him. They could certainly use him. The Astros, I think, are a little bit overvalued this year. They just some of the you know losing Correa. When you start looking at that lineup now, there's just a lot more holes in it than there were previous year. How will Framber Valdez, et cetera, do? But. I mean, I agree with Pat. Maybe if you get ten starts out of him, you're happy. Maybe you can be a guy later in the year you can bring in for long relief, or can be a you know uh, sort of an injury replacement. But I don't know if you have a guy 39 years old. Look, I just turned 40, and you're right. You don't. I don't recover from shit. I picked up a child and threw my back out for two goddamn weeks. I couldn't stand up. <laughs> you don't for recover two weeks. From
0: shit. You're, you're out banging a girl on a golf course. You did, can't recover from it. Yeah. Well,
1: I I still haven't recovered from that. And that's that's why we got got the glasses on the name of the, you know, the name of this episode in the hole is, uh, you know, it's not the backdoor cover, but it's uh, quite accurate. But uh, no, I, I think Paps right here, it'll be a pleasant surprise for them if he's able to do anything sort of special, maybe early in the year while he's still healthy, but all it takes is one little tweak and coming off of Tommy John, how confident is he going to be? Uh, a lot a lot of stuff to unpack there. I, I'm not sure I would uh, put all my eggs in that basket if I were the Astros.
0: Brian, how do you think the Angels match up against the Astros this weekend as they start the AL West season?
2: Well, I mean, as good as they're ever going to because everybody's healthy. Um, you know, again, with the Verlander thing, I think they're going to need Verlander. Like, I mean, I get saying 10 starts you'd be happy with, but, like, if this team wants to compete, they're going to need him more than that, um, which is why – I didn't take the Astros to win the division this year. Um, You know, the Angels are – it's so interesting because you look at their lineup and obviously they've got Trout, Otani. You know, Adele's getting to play every day now. I think that's going to be a big piece. It's going to be very interesting to see how he develops um, because now he doesn't have to look over his shoulder and worry about somebody taking his job. He can just focus on playing the game. Um, I like the Angels this weekend. We'll see what happens, but uh, give me—I'm I'm taking. And it the might Angels, be the only week they there.
1: have a full lineup. I mean, you have Rendon and Walsh and Trout and yep. uh, and Adele, and then you know who knows what the hell happened, and it could be like last year where you're just sitting there and it's Otani and Walsh and a bunch of dog <laughs> shit. And that's basically what it was last year. With and they had the worst bullpen, in, you know, in baseball, one of the worst. The Angels have had
3: promises to 2002 or something like that. When when was the yep. last time? 02.
2: Yeah, well, that's – I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this isn't the year they win the division, when are they going to do it? Like, at some point, you've got to shit or get off the pot. Like, you're going to have to get rid of these guys if you're not going to start winning.
3: You have the best player in fucking baseball, and how many playoff games has he been in? Come on. Same
2: as me. Same as me.
3: Yeah, you're wasting – you're wasting – you've already wasted seven or eight years of possibly Mm -hmm. winning – with this guy so is it crazy
0: to think that i like seattle more than them this year not at all no I, yeah I think yeah
3: crazy to begin that's crazy. with that's not a crazy thing.
0: you know what i mean <laughs> all right let's uh let's <laughs> keep it moving here we got we got another you know slightly interesting series going on this weekend um we've got the oakland a's who are trading everything away taking on the philadelphia phillies Pap, your old team. I know a lot of people are high on the Phillies, you know, saying they've got a chance to go to the World Series, win the division. I think it's gonna be hard with a locker room cancer like Bruce Harper, but that's just me. I don't know. Um <laughs> what do you think about Oakland just going into fire sale mode?
3: Well, that's Billy Bean, dude. That's that's Billy's brain. That's his MO, right? So to me. I look at the athletics and I say, I see exactly what Billy Bean is doing. And if I'm betting the Oakland Athletics this year, I look and say, well, Billy Bean is doing nothing but trying to rebuild a team. I think he might have four or five uh, minor leaguers from last year possibly playing the big leagues this year. Mm-hmm. And so I say to that, I said, this guy's not trying to win this year. So. To me, Oakland is one of these teams that I might be riding this year all season long.
0: Hmm. Okay. All right. Brian, what do you think about uh, the Phillies' chances here with Aaron Nolan in game one against Frankie Nolan? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, the Phillies are going to destroy them. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, one, one thing, uh, you know, Pat mentioned is the thing, and I can't wait till he comes back. Peppy you back? Come back. Uh, okay, good. Uh, Did the A's what? originally draft
3: this damn, you? Uh, this damn Wi-Fi over here, in Mississippi man. I don't know what's up with it. You know.
2: Did didn't the A's originally draft you? The A's
3: originally drafted when I was sophomore eligible. And yeah, you were
2: a, you were a Moneyball draft for them, like fortieth round or something, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Me and Kevin Euclid were. Uh, hey, it's a good. Uh, I like that. College a little homework, huh? No, yeah, no, no, no.
2: no, listen man. I did a little homework. John, I've been watching you play baseball my adult life. Like, you know, I know things. Uh I know things so, But yeah, Blackjack, the Phillies are great here. Um, you know, the the Bryce Harper disrespect that's coming from you right now has got to stop I don't know what you're talking about. Bats around him in the lineup. You called him Bruce. You called him a locker room cancer because our boy Pat yeah. had a little scuffle with him
1: one
3: time. Hey, look it's a- At the end of the day, when a guy leaves the clubhouse, and the next year they win a World Championship, what says That's all up. you need That says all you need to know. All
0: you need to know. Locker mm-hmm. room cancer. The Phillies can't win with Bruce Harper. That's all I have, you not, all right, have you not
1: watched Ted Lasso. Brian? You, you're turning not me not into a Phillies fan just
2: to just to be against James you. Like See, Listen, James if you James want Hall to be a douchebag like them, that's fine.
3: Bryce, you're just jealous. I made his nipples hard, and you didn't. And more fights happen behind closed doors than you know. Me choke slamming Bryce Hopper in the dugout. That that choke slamming. Jason Veritek. Speaking of Oakland, I remember one time kicked my fucking ass so bad I almost couldn't okay what? so jason baratek really wasn't that what? big a deal where it comes into play is is this guy not going to be selfish and say oh all i care about is maybe going out and trying to win an mvp but then again i've never won a world championship can i can me and castellanos and this other these other guys in our lineup, can we do this this year and it's going to be a choice for uh bruce as you say blackjack to take another chapter in his career and say, now I'm going to be all about winning a championship and not an MVP. Listen, Yeah, please, it's, it's exactly. interesting
2: you say that too, because Castellanos I think is a big part of that because, you know, he was with the Reds last year, and he seems to be a pretty big leader in a clubhouse. And I think, you know, he may have to grab Bryce by the shirt collar and be like, hey, look, dude, this is about us, not about you. And I think Castellanos is the guy that could do that, um, you, much like did? yourself did. <laughs>
3: you, see yeah. you see his interview when he's when he first signed. Did you see his interview? Yeah, where he took a shit on the Reds. Yeah, and he said, "I've never won." He said, "It wasn't about the money. I want to come here and win. I expect to win." Yeah, I played X amount of games and never played in the playoff. That's what I'm coming here to do. So I think that that is the expectation because once he says it, once you say it, now you got to back it up.
1: Yep. Does Nick a Castellanos go to bat hit, every
3: every time Castellanos is at bat,
1: does he hope something bad does happen or something bad well, did doesn't you, happen in the world? It's funny you when say, say that. Did goes? you see
2: his, his first hit for the Phillies? The, uh, uh, they were reading one of the assistant coaches got a DUI. They were reading his apology, and it was his first hit for the Phillies. <laughs> of course, yeah, the, of Blue course Jays, it was. the Blue
0: Jays, one of the Blue Jays' coaches had a DUI, and they were reading his apology.
2: when.
1: Do you Giannis think he roots there. for it or roots against it now it's, at this point?
2: It's so funny because it happened like six or seven times last year
0: it's after amazing.
1: Tom Brenneman's apology. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. That was yeah. Nice. So, I mean, that's the the upshot on the Phillies. Best of luck, you know. We'll see. Um, all right, let's move on to best bets of the weekend here. Um, Pat, let's start with you. What do you got? Who's your best bet this weekend?
3: Well, first of all, this pick right now is, is to me, an absolute lock. I think mm-hmm. you look at – nowadays you look at nothing but pitching because everybody's trying to launch the ball out of the ballpark. So it's either strikeout or home run. All right. We look at the Brewers today. The Brewers are my pick. Money line minus 180. Um, Love it. 180, okay? You look at their bullpen, that, guess what? The the first guy out of the bullpen is a stud. The second guy and the third guy are both studs. And guess what? They're probably going to pitch today. And, you know, I mean, I look at the Brewers as a whole, Woodroo. Uh, I mean, Woodrow pitch. I mean, dude, you've got – a. I, I predict them this year to probably win 110 games. Woo. Over 100 games. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Terrible
1: division. Terrible division. It really is. I love it, the Brewers. It, it's, it's
3: That's terrible. my
1: pick of the day as well as the Brewers. It's a little bit different than Paps. I did it a little bit different. but. Well, so if you just take, he's talked about pitching. If you take the pitching matchups and you take the last three year sample size and you take a weighted OPS pitcher versus lineup, the lowest weighted OPS on the card is Corbin Burns versus the Cubs, a 499 weighted OPS. The highest weighted three year OPS on the flip side is Kyle Hendricks versus the Brewers. I like the Brewers minus 0.5 in the first five innings at minus 135. You're getting a better number there. I think they jump out early on Hendricks. If you look at Hendricks, too, really struggled against the Brewers and if you look at Burns and his last three starts 48 or more fantasy points in those three starts including a 79 Corbin Burns should dominate the Cubs today I like a minus 0.5 in the first five and I got one more today I like a team total in St. Louis and Pittsburgh I know it's cold there but the winds are blowing out 15 to 20 miles an hour JT Brubaker against that Cardinals lineup has given up a home run to four different hitters He's actually giving up an 800-weighted three-year OPS, which is the third highest on the card today. The lineup has a combined 25 for 70 batting average. is 357. I think the Cardinals have a great chance of getting over four and a half runs at minus 110.
0: I'm going to be honest. I think Kyle was just speaking another language because I picked up everything.
2: God. Take a yeah. breath, uh, son. Uh, that uh, Brian, best bet. <laughs> Who's the winner? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna dumb this down for everybody and just go like, <laughs> I mean, what I see, the eyeball test. And, uh, you know, I – What's funny is, Blackjack, me and you talked right before the show, and we didn't talk about what our play was going to be until that moment, and we have the same pick. Uh, We're playing a little three-team money line parlay today. Give us the Brewers, the Cardinals, and the Padres, all three of those. Easy wins. You guys have talked about the Brewers. Kyle, you touched on the Cardinals. The Pirates suck. They're, they wouldn't even win a triple A championship.
1: They Get don't even out have of Colin here. Moran anymore. The Reds are the fighting Morans now. Crazy. Yeah, no kidding. I don't even
2: want to talk about that
1: either. That's and then you crazy. got
2: the Padres, finish it up against the D-Bags. Uh, you know, they got one player in the lineup worth the damn Keitel Marte. I'm not worried about it. You Darvish is gonna carve them up and cuss them out in Korean, and uh, we're gonna cash this plus 336 parlay on opening day.
3: Hey. Uh- uh- you Darvish is Japanese. He's not
1: Korean. Yeah, whatever. We'll what speak I'm Japanese talking. to him then. There has to be some inherent racism on every show we do. I don't well, know
0: why. Yeah, I mean, come on, Brian. That's that's
1: sloppy. God, channeling your inner Leo. Thing. It's just bad. It's just bad.
0: Um. All right. So yeah, I love that parlay. I like the Padres best tonight. I uh, Darvish
2: is usually is, Tatis or,
3: is who Tatis. He's playing tonight. No, he's I, I broken wrist. He's he wrecked
2: yeah. the motorcycle like an idiot.
1: Yeah,
3: he pulled the Roethlisberger, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, without
1: the sexual. Assault. Wait, 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 no, we're not talking. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, what kind of Roethlisberger do- are we talking about? Like, yeah, we're not talking uh, about sexual assault, Roethlisberger. Uh, we're talking oh, okay. about motorcycle wreck. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> yes, it's a key distinction. Sure. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I like the Padres a lot tonight. Uh, Arizona's offense is putrid. Darvish is usually sharp to start the season. I uh, think the Padres are on a mission here, and I like the, the like I said. Bob Melvin, to me, is a huge upgrade over the ass hat that was there before. So I think that should help that team. Um, All right, boys. That's our show for week one here. We'll be back next Thursday, noon Eastern, to give you uh, another edition of Inside the Hole. PAP, we got some interesting things coming here on BTV. We got a podcast coming out. going to be great. Uh, We got a lot of stuff going on, so make sure you give him a follow on Twitter. He is uh, at TheRealJPAP58. Uh, I think. Bye, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to get my internet fixed. Yeah, get the internet fixed. I,
1: um, and I you know, think it's in that the neighborhood. Room. Can you just steal it off of your neighbor? Do you think he have pretty fast yeah, internet, right? right?
3: Nah, man. You know, <laughs> when you have the biggest house on the biggest hill on the big side of town here, you know, people are away. You you got to get your own internet, man. Oh, God. Well, I, like huh. it. I, like it. I like I like. All that right. a lot. We'll yeah. Next week.
0: Pap, Thank you, Brian, Kyle. We'll see you guys during the week. Until then, we're out.